bitch, I can see right through it. Smoking on cookies, gas, manure. Damn, threw 50 rats in the lure. Know we gon' run with a pack like a wolf. Throw life on me like I'm Tupac Shakur. 35k for the seats on the floor. Yes, I'm the wave, but don't got a shore. Staring at me, but I don't want the whore. Almost had crashed the Rory. Jump off the top of the road like Jeff Hardy. Niggas be broken, be ready to party. Nike mask on, man, I'm feeling like Marty. Excuse me, bitch, don't you be walking. Don't got no money, so you shouldn't be talking. DMing me, bitch, you know I ain't talking. My bitch find out she gon' kill on white chocolate. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, June. I'm here with my co-producer, Small Town EP. You already know the vibes, 303 down as always. It's a beautiful Thursday night. It's even more beautiful because football is back. Week one. College football is in full effect. Uh The NFL starts today. Obviously, we got the Buffalo Bills playing the Rams in the background. It's the third quarter right now. It's at the scene. Rams plus two and a half. Right? Josh Allen, two picks. Stafford, two? One? One pick? All right. We got... Big Kev behind the camera today. Rachel assisting him today. By the way, stay tuned. See you soon, June. Rachel's uh, short film coming soon. Look at that. That's how it works. Now, the best thing I heard all day today came from the UK, okay? And what I will say is that Central C can freestyle, bro. I will say he came to the LA Leakers, brought (laughs) brought it across the pond. Facts. And he has one of the nah, one, of the, one of the best L.A. Leaker freestyles that I've heard in quite some time. Obviously, with the J.I.D.s and the J. Coles, mm-hmm. and, you know, respects to them. But uh, Central C not even being from here, you know what I mean? And and actually teaching us yeah, the even, ways. That's right? what I was going to say. <laughs> even the approach that he took to the freestyle, he could have just came on and spit some bars. But knowing that he wants to – this is just what I feel because I'm not mm-hmm. – you know, I don't know the camp. But just knowing – how I feel, knowing what I know, um, it seemed like, you know, he's he's – Already all over Europe, like he's yeah. he's 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 in said, Europe. He's gone. He, he said Paris, an hour away from the ends. That's why. Yeah, he's yeah, there. yeah. I in Europe, that. he's out. He's out of there. Um, he's they, you know they're trying to break through the U.S. market, and a big thing is I feel like a lot of people don't don't fuck with UK like rap like that because mm. they just don't understand the slang and the terms and like what they're really. It sounds saying. funny. Like let's be honest. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. funny. So so for him to do that and break down, you know what they're saying and stuff like as an introduction, genius, genius, genius. And, genius. and when I say it sounds funny, it's like. To the ear, literally, their language, their their accent is different from ours, you know, and it's not something that we hear typically. Like we hear a bunch of random accents in South Florida, mm-hmm. we don't typically hear a British accent. Facts. So every time we do, it's like I want to try that. <laughs> like, I want to mimic him. <laughs> it's like, what the f- All right, but at the same time, Central C, like I said, he he really he really spitting. So shout out to Central C. Facts. Um, out of West London. But, yeah, football is back, bro. College football, like I said, is back. And we'll, we'll get into college football before we talk about the NFL because we're going to, you know, really get into it. Uh, we got some some game predictions, right? We'll go through a full slate of game predictions, but we'll go through a couple key games and break down some key games that we have. Like that. Um, and then in the future, we'll start getting into the, you know, the whole show breakdown and you know kev kev wants to do something with that so we'll work with that i want to start talking about the hurricanes though we got the dub we're one and oh it's always a good feeling you know obviously bethune cookman we appreciate them every every time they take the check (laughs) we put up 70 you know to their measly 13 fam the line was like 49 i was like are we really gonna cover 40 over Smash the over, smash the cover. <laughs> yeah. Next week too. Southern yeah. misses it, I think. Southern miss. So, um, but it was a good thing. We got to see uh, 
you know, Jake Garcia playing this game for a little bit. Very efficient, eight of eight game. Tyler Van Dyke it was very vanilla with our offense because we don't want to show it all for A and M. You know what I mean? But we also do want him to kind of get into a rhythm. Um, but Henry Parrish on the ground, fourteen carries, one hundred eight yards, and three touchdowns. Like, who who would? I mean, obviously this is his game to do that, right? We're gonna give him the minutes. We don't have. Uh, we don't. I said the minutes, the the, the snaps. Mm-hmm. We don't have our Jalen Knighton you know, in full health right now. We also, um, Rashard Smith only got one carry and, and uh, our guy, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, Todd Franklin did step up, nine carries, 78 yards. It was good to see him, you know, after uh, dealing with what he was dealing with last year. And, and being young, he was able to come in and, and score two touchdowns himself. Um, a lot of people felt some type of way about our defense. I think that, you know, first game, it's 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 a little alerting to see your upperclassmen like Tyreek Stevenson getting beat burnt uh, burnt deep to see DJ Ivy you know still getting cheesed up on a man to man. It's like you know when are we gonna kind of be up. seniors yeah. right? And um, I, I'll definitely expect our defense brings their best effort you know in at Kyle Stadium in Texas two weeks from now, but. Uh, you know, 13 points. I mean, it's not like we're talking about, it's not like we're talking about, we let them score 24 points to our 70, right? It's 13 points. They scored a touchdown and, and a few field goals. And um, we, we still did make some plays. We saw Cameron Kitchens get an interception. We saw James Williams get an interception. Um, so th- there's a lot to like, and then there's a lot to obviously pick on. But the start of the Mario era, uh, you know, the new regime, we got guys like Charlie Strong coaching for us, yeah. Kevin Steele. Jason Taylor, like, the names are are there. Alex Maribel. And uh, on the flip side of things, from last year, I mean, I've seen improved tackling already. Again, it's Bethune. We're going to take it, you know, with a grain of salt. We got to see our real first test in a few weeks there. But you got to like what you see. You got to love being in the atmosphere. You know, me personally being at the tailgate, like, the fans are ready. You know what I mean? And and we're going to be there. Being on Twitter and, and all the people – uh, I love on Twitter, like Miami Flow. Shout out to Flow. Shout out to Stevo365 Canes Info. If you need anything Hurricanes, go follow Miami Flow 305 on Twitter or 365 Canes Info on Twitter, and you'll you'll have every answer you need. So, um, but there's a bunch of guys on Twitter that I that I show love to, and and I get to meet them at the tailgates and things. So, um, if you're a Canes fan, come out to the tailgates. You're always welcome. Just bring something. You know what I mean? Uh, and, uh, I think that's the most exciting part. Is uh, as a Canes fan, is just the new era, the new crystal ball era. And I, I think I think it's very interesting to be a Canes fan in a sense where we're one of the only sports, like, fanatics, sports team fanatics that, in a sense, really embrace change. Like, and we may not always embrace it, but we're never going to really shun it away, to right. be honest, for the most part. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so just seeing a new era, seeing some change, seeing, you know, new blood in the coaching staff, let's uh, let go. Yeah. So, yeah. So – Miami era, it's it's we got to see what we've what we've waited for all spring, you know what I mean, all winter. Um, it's here now. Tyler Van Dyke is in his first full season as our quarterback, and I couldn't be more excited because this guy is an NFL caliber quarterback. He's first round talent. I still got my headphones in. Appreciate y'all boys for letting me know. It's all good though. It's all okay. I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see you know Tyler Van Dyke and, and their guys like Restrepo and Keyshawn Smith. Uh, ball out this year. I want to talk about Georgia now. The defending champs, the number two seed. You know Bama got to get that number one seed. Cause, of course. You know, and plus, Bryce Young, 
You can't deny it. Stetson Bennett comes out against Oregon, and we knew this wasn't going to be a you know a close game per se, but I didn't think it would be a route at the 49-3 uh, expense of the Oregon Ducks. And this is Mario Cristobal's former team. Mm-hmm. Mario Cristobal's former team, I don't believe, would have gotten 49-3 even if it's the defending champs. But uh, that just goes to show you how much coaching uh, can impact the team in a, in a, in a I was going to say franchise, but it's a uh, university. Uh, what was the word I was looking for? The fuck? Whatever. Institution. Institution. going to go with. <laughs> but uh, Stetson Bennett puts up 25, 31, 368, and two touchdowns. You know, they ran for over 100 yards. And, and you've seen it offensively, defensive domination, holding a transfer from Auburn, Bo Nix to uh, only 173 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, two interceptions at that. So, And he was their leading rusher with 37 yards. So talk about run defense. You lose uh, you lose Niobe Dean and you lose Jordan Davis, and they both got drafted to the Eagles, by the way. And you're still leaving them with 33 rushing yards for their starting running back? That's, that's extremely impressive. So... Um, I don't want to touch on this one too much because it wasn't much to, but the fact that Georgia came out, you know, on all cylinders firing from last year, like I don't see why they can't compete for another uh, another championship Facts. and 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 take Auburn down to the you know down to the wire. Yeah, I don't got much for that game either. Other than that, it's great. It's good for college football for Georgia to be balling. Yeah, for sure. And you know, because you get the Florida Georgia, you get the Auburn. Uh, even well, Auburn sucks, but. Uh, Alabama, Georgia. Those <laughs> game, those games are always good. So Alabama put up a fifty-five zero. We're not going to talk about that. The interesting one here to me, though, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and yeah. you know, Ohio State coming in at number three with C.J. Stroud, with the best wide receiver in the country, Jackson. Uh, I forget his name, Smith and Jigba, Najigba. I think is how you say it. You know. We're expecting this offense to just be straight firepower, right, against a new uh, coached Notre Dame fighting Irish team. And, you know, the Brian Kelly era being over there. And uh, they were only able to put up 21 points against Notre Dame's defense. So it was interesting to me that Ohio State wasn't clicking at all cylinders right away. And, you know, Ryan Day is is – always expected to have his team ready to play and they didn't play bad it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a thing of like you know they they can't necessarily get it going it was just like okay this is going to be a dog fight yeah it was more it was more of a competitive game than they thought it was going to be um honestly including myself uh the books had the line at 15 and a half uh favorite towards ohio state and i'm not gonna lie i, I grabbed that 15 yeah. and a half and i didn't think it was gonna be such a dog fight i thought it was I thought Notre Dame would put up, you know, 10, 17 yeah. points, but I thought that Ohio State was going to put up, like, 40. What's interesting is that Ohio State only put up 21 points, but they ran the ball for 172 yards, averaging 5.7 a play. Like, they were efficient. 22 first downs, 7 to 13 on third, you know. And they won the game, obviously, and they won it comfortably, you know, 11-point lead. But at the same time, um, with five more minutes on the on the possession, I would have thought they was able to do more. They did lose their wide receiver though. He, I think he was concussed. He, he was hit pretty nasty on oh, the sideline. And uh, yeah, it was it was kind of a nasty hit. Yeah, it's Jackson Smith and the Jigba. So he only had two catches for three yards. They're gonna keep him like week to week for now. That you know they're still playing these non conference games that they're just gonna blow these teams out the water now. 
Um, so thankfully, they don't have to play a Notre Dame or you know a uh, another you know Iowa or so. Yeah. Um, so they can they can sit them out and, and let them get back healthy. But I'm gonna be interested to see because this is a this is a draft year for a guy like C.J. Stroud and Jackson Smith. You know, C.J. Stroud should be the second quarterback taken off the board. He could be the first quarterback taken off the board. Like, if he goes and has a better season than Bryce Young, I still think Bryce Young is a better quarterback. I think everybody else does as well. But, you know, who's to say that C.J. Stroud throws for 46, 4,700 yards, maybe 5,000 yards this year, and it's just like, you know, there's always that hype, right? Zach Wilson, we saw that with him. Hmm. <clears throat> but I think C.J. Stroud is actually a good uh, serviceable NFL quarterback one day. Florida. I'm just kidding, Kev, by the way. <laughs> Zach Wilson will be all right if he stays healthy. Florida was able to <laughs> was able to uh take a take a, a close win against number seven. It was then number seven, Utah. Mm-hmm. Now they went down to shit, sixteen or so. Florida was unranked. Now they're at twelve. Twelve. Twelve? Yeah, the rankings are wonky. Twelve? Wonky, huh? wonky. Yeah, of course they would jump Miami because they did play a tougher game. You know, they won, and and they showed their quarterback can't throw for over 170 yards. So I don't know how they got to 12. Are they, are they going to stay at 12? No, because they're going to lose. You know, they, they have a tough schedule, and that SEC, that SEC is tough as, it's, as it stands. But what's interesting here is that Smith, uh, Anthony Richardson ran, uh, ran for 106 yards and three touchdowns on the ground, and that's their starting quarterback. So if – just for the bigger perspective, in my opinion, I don't think this gives you a successful season at Florida. It's 17 to 24. There you go. 168, no touchdowns, although no picks. It's it's not enough. By the way, Gabe Davis with the bomb. What a nice uh what a nice pass. So 17-10 still, by the way. First and goal, fourth quarter just started. Um and yeah, I, I think Florida was just ultimately a little too much. For Cameron Rising and the Utah Utes on the road. It was a swamp. It was kind of hot outside. It was the first week. You know, it was electric out there. Shout to Sal. Sal was at the game. He had a VIP experience. He was able to go in the locker room and hear the coach talk. Like, Napier's first – this is also the new, you know, regime for Florida with Billy Napier. And they showed a good – they showed a good game. And, you know – do I believe Anthony Richardson is going to hold them back as much as he'll show them, you know, excitement? Yes. And that's going to be their problem this year um, until they, you know, have a better quarterback. 12 is only going to last so long. And I think it's a it's a it's a big jump and it's a hype jump. It's a early, you know, like we're going to judge this team very early. Utah at number seven to me. I mean, they're they're good and they're definitely the best team in the pack. 12, but. You know, that's not saying so much, you know what I mean, because it's not like they're dominantly better than your typical SEC, even ACC team. So um, that's that. But I did want to get into the NFL now because college football. By the way, last thing on college football was Keyshawn Booty, LSU uh, wide receiver, was visibly frustrated all game. That was what we didn't get into, the Florida State one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, 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 the dumbest, fucking like the best, worst game you could watch. They They – you know, special you know, teams, Spe- right? If you don't win on special teams, you ain't gonna win. You know that question where whether it's uh, whether it's one team's game to win or one team's game to lose. Yeah, that 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 
fucking scorecard should be like the picture in the dictionary for that whatever <laughs> that phrase or whatever, yo. <laughs> we saw we saw what was it? It was a LSU stopped Florida State with enough time to get a punt. Josh Allen just scored a touchdown. Tie, uh, took a two touchdown lead over the uh, over the Rams in the fourth. We saw they forced a punt. Wide receiver for LSU who muffed the punt earlier in the game muffs another punt. L- uh, FSU then gets the ball to the one yard line and runs a sweep, <clears throat> drops the handoff. LSU recovers. LSU goes 99 yards in less than a minute, scores a touchdown. We had a controversy on is the runner down inbounds or is the runner down out of bounds after they made their first down play with one second left. And the runner ended up coming down inbounds, so they had to, you know, it was just like last play of the game right here on the one-yard line or the two-yard line or whatever the case was. And they get the touchdown. And we're like, okay, this is Florida State. Typical. They crumbled right in front of our eyes. And right when they do that, they're going to go to overtime. I think they should have went for two. You just, dro- you just drove 99 yards in under a minute. You got this defense on their heels. They're tired. You know, anything can happen at this point. You're at the two-yard line. You have a mobile quarterback, Jaden Daniels, who yeah. is going to have to really improve this season if LSU wants any type of success. Um, and this is probably why... Keyshawn Booty is upset because that's not a quarterback you want if you're an NFL prospect, but as a wide receiver. But to the point of going for two, it's like, all right, whatever. You'll kick the field goal. Let's go to overtime. Block the kick. And I don't know. Was that their second block kick of the game? I thought I heard that. I could be wrong on that. (laughs) Second block kick to lose the game. You got two muff punts and two block field goals. There's no way you would expect to win that game. Nah, so no way. You can't not. you can't be so mad. You can be uh defeated and you know, like, oh damn. But you look at the box score, you know, Sunday morning and you're like, Yeah, fuck, what were we thinking? We shouldn't have even won the game. So shout out to Florida State though. I mean, I, I thought it was gonna be bad. I thought it was gonna I, I had a post on Instagram and I was I was literally gonna put all y'all people that love FSU and I put the clown emojis and then bro they blocked the kick. I was like they blocked the kick. I was like oh shit. I had to delete the post. I was like all right whatever. I'll save that for next week. But when the FSU plays UM definitely coming out the woodworks for that one. Can we go to the NFL now? Let's get it. All right. Last thing on college football. LSU's uh Mason Smith tackle tore his ACL celebrating a tackle. Celebrating a sack. So that's got to suck for him. But <laughs> What did the reporter tell Brian Kelly? Brian Kelly um, told the, made a comment before his press conference the next day about the media being late. And one of the reporters said, maybe if we won, we'd be on time. Mm. Sheesh. Damn, nigga. That, that's ballsy. God damn. <laughs> that's what I'm like. Damn. Hold on. I'm like, that's Yo, real. Yo, that's straight up. Excuse <laughs> me. Straight up. Oh, shit. She's like, yeah, I'm going to put you in a bind right now, Brian Kelly. You know the Brian Kelly uh, back-to-back, tw- uh, what is it, a TikTok? Y'all ever seen a TikTok? No. Y'all ain't seen it? All right. Oh, well, he was recruiting. Kid, yeah, was with recruiting. the recruiter. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. That guy did commit it, by the way. He <laughs> 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 did. They was clowning that TikTok, bro. They was clowning that. So, all in all, I promise now we can get to the NFL. NFL season is here, so let's bow our heads. Dear God, thank you for... <laughs> 
letting NFL come back. September's here. It's going to start getting colder sooner than later, we hope. Not with global warming, though. We understand, but please bless all the players and have a healthy season. Amen. Amen. All right. Look, Dolphins play the Patriots week one. Let's talk about it. It's in Miami. Last time they played, they won. Last time they played that, they won. And that's the first time they swept the Patriots since 2000, right? Mac Jones, rookie quarterback last year, obviously. Tua Tagovailoa in his second year. Tua Tagovailoa beat Mac Jones without Cheetah last year, twice. Now he's got Cheetah and a second-year Jalen Waddle and a Raheem Mostert. We did this in the AFC East preview, by the way, but we get the gist. This is the Dolphins' biggest offseason upgrade ever. And what's... Since Dan Marino. What's kind of like crazy about it is that to me it's crazy that the Patriots lost two times to the Dolphins last year. I agree. And now you have Mac Jones in the second year who I'm excited to see because I I just think he knows how to play football. I think he knows how to throw the ball. He's not the best thrower of the football. He's not the deep, uh, you know, he's not going to throw the ball the furthest, but he's a smart quarterback and he's a coachable player who wants to be great. So, I mean, when you have those tangibles, like you're destined for, for greatness. And, um, you know, it's up to the Patriots to kind of keep building around him and helping him with, with more weapons. I think they need to do a better job of, but, uh, they do have a de- defense. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. We just <laughs> Matthew Stafford just threw a pass five yards behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> that was weird. I have no, never that seen that. Wild. That, was that was weird. Um, and Devontae Parker's coming back for New England to Miami for the first time as a uh, Patriot, not a Dolphin. So what I expect from this game, I expect that there's going to be a lot of running from both sides of the ball and a lot of good defense because I don't know that <clears throat> we're going to see the offenses clicking just yet as the season's starting, and we see that. Like, first game of the season, there's three interceptions, <clears throat> right? And one of them was a drop, and that's just, just you know, you haven't done it in a while. The bad pass by Josh Allen, <clears throat> the first pick was bad. Or the second one was bad, actually, and the first one wasn't his fault, and then the Stafford one. So there's going to be the miscommunication. There's going to be the mistiming and, you know, rustiness. So I'm expecting a lot of running from a Mike McDaniels and Bill Belichick team. And then defenses, you know, obviously Miami's stout on that side, and the Patriots have, have always been consistent throughout the years. So I go Miami 3-0 and versus the Patriots in the last Ooh. three games. And uh, I don't got a score prediction. I'm not good with score predictions. I don't care about them. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Cardi though. Make, make your choice though. Yo, yeah, yeah. Definitely shout out to Cardi. Patriots. He's huh? about to have his kids in too. Yeah, I seen the pictures to he Cardi. took. Um, Jojo looked beautiful. Yeah, that, that was nice. Um, I I do think that Miami takes it in Miami. To Miami, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's a man. We just said that. So yeah, I do think Miami took I think I think they split this year, but I think Miami takes one in Miami. Three and oh. That's that'd be that'd be a story. That'd be something to write about. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if Dolphins Dolphins fans have that's like the best thing that could happen for the Dolphins in the last however many years. I mean, you beat the Patriots three times, you got some shit to talk. Like y'all can't tell me nothing right now. Right. Y'all haven't beat us in two years. That's that's, and then if they beat them in New England again, raps. And I think they played them late in the season. They do play them late in the season, right? We were talking about that. So, I mean, that's then. But 
Yeah, so Miami. Uh, Raiders Chargers. This is going to be another interesting one. I was talking <laughs> two things. I was talking with Kev about the MVP. He asked me who my MVP pick was going to be because we didn't do that, by the way. Like, pick our – we could do it by Some the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if y'all remind me, I'll forget. If y'all remind us, um, I'll do it. But he asked me who's my MVP. I told him J-Train. I'm rocking with the J-Train. Jonathan Taylor. Um, best running back in the league. He's going to run for 1,900, 2,000 yards this year again, 20 touchdowns, maybe 18 because Matt Ryan's here, so he'll supplement more on the passes. But <clears throat> the second thing was when he asked me, we were at Checkers, <laughs> and I didn't know Checkers had a robotic AI smart-ass fucking, uh, what do you call this, drive-through associate. <laughs> Bro, we, <laughs> we pull up to the window. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you have. I have a not a full video. Yeah, at least like ten, fifteen seconds. I hope it is enough. I mean, I think it'll be enough. But, bro, the lady's like, <laughs> "Hello, how can I?" And we're like, you know, the the robot that comes on, and they're like, "Do you want to try the new apple pie?" And you're like, "No," and it's like the girl that's like, "All right, how can I take your order?" So we're like, "Oh uh, no," but he's kind of going with the flow. He's like. No. Can I have a number five? She's like, yes. What what drink would you like? And we're like, taken back. Like, yo, this lady. And then, bro, it got to the point where she was didn't miss a beat, like he said. She heard everything he said, got his order perfect, and he wanted to upgrade his upgrade his fries to chili cheese fries. He said, he said, can I upgrade my fries to chili cheese fries, please? He said, Alexa, I want to upgrade. <laughs> no way. And she's like, okay, your total will be 16, whatever. Perfect. Perfect. So, shout to Checkers for adding that. I never thought Checkers, of all fast food restaurants, would be the one to have. Yeah, checkers for the hood, fam. <laughs> we got into that conversation as well. But, yeah, that was just a, a funny story. So, back to the Raiders and um, Chargers. The reason I brought all that up is because, yeah, they're <laughs> I was thinking, why am I talking about checkers? The reason I brought all that up is because Kev thinks the MVP of the league is going to be the quarterback, the winner of the, sorry, how do we say this? The quarterback of the AFC uh, West's winner. I couldn't say that. The quarterback of the AFC West's winner. Division winner. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, All that. So whether it's Herbert, Mahomes, Carr, or Wilson, that's who his MVP pick is. Um, And we're going to see how – competitive this division is week one i like that and chargers raiders i mean the last time we got chargers raiders it was a playoff implicating game it was brandon staley screwing up did we just see stafford throw his second pick of the game right here with a no look pass oh cooper cup off the top of his okay i think that's a high pass though you got to look at your receivers bro it's not week seven yet like come on so jordan poyer with his maga girlfriend he got the uh the interception there shout to them (laughs) But um, she's actually really OD. Like, it's extra. I don't, I don't like her. I don't even know her. I don't like her. I be seeing her on the internet. Bro, shut your ass. Yeah, he be posting her? <laughs> they be posting. Like, people post about her, like, headlines. Like, oh. Nah, but does he post her on it? I don't you know follow no Jordan Poyer on Instagram. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> or any Bills player at that. Oh, but man. We get to see Devontae Adams' debut with Derek Carr. Everybody's fully healthy. Darren Waller's there. Hunter Renfro just got his bag. 
this offense is going to be very exciting with Josh Jacobs. Was it you that has Josh Jacobs on your fantasy team? There you go. There you go. So you, I'm sure you're excited to see Josh Jacobs. Now, I was telling you yesterday, I don't know that Josh Jacobs um, is, you know, he's going to have a, oh, my God. This game is crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Buffalo has ran it up. It's over. Stephon Diggs, head top. We thought Buffalo's defense was going to struggle without Tredavious White on a guy like Cooper Cup. But we're looking at, is that Jalen Ramsey there? Because I hope not. I'm not going to accuse him, but Stefan Diggs is eating. And that is Jalen Ramsey, who just got burnt. And it was similar to the Mike Evans bomb last year in the NFC Championship. Wow, he just, oh, he's got to think he has safety up. Or did he bait him? You think he baited him there? That's bad, because if you're in three, you got to be back there. Josh Allen with another throw on the run. Stephon Diggs slipping and falling into the end zone, and Jalen Ramsey getting burnt. Football is back. That's the point. That's but back wild. to the AFC West. Justin Herbert is going to give us another chance to see, you know, what his arm can do. And Brandon Staley is going to have another chance to make up for costing his team a playoff seat. We got to pull up the video where Rex Ryan is dragging Brandon Staley on, uh, on NFL Countdown. That's a funny video. Um, I'm saying on the edit because that shit, yeah. Uh, what I'm excited for this game as well not just the Raiders offense and the firepower that brings, but we're going to see Khalil Mack now teamed up with a guy like Joey Boza. And to to be honest, that's unfair. Like, you have two all-pro top elite-level pass rushers with good defensive backs, with a decent linebacking core who's growing. They're young, Drew Tranquil and Kenneth Murray. But Khalil Mack, healthy, Scary. in L.A. Scary. Nick Boza. You can't double-team them both. And if you can't double-team one of them on one play, it's trouble. So you're going to go 60 minutes, you know, playing 50 snaps or so. You're going to have trouble. And um, Leatherwood not working out for the Raiders and getting cut, you know, his their first-round pick there. Jonathan Abram, a first-round pick from 2018. C- uh, Cleveland Farrell, first-round pick from 2018. <clears throat> They're not getting the contract. They're not getting the extension. Right, and so the Raiders' few last few drafts, we haven't seen it pan out to you know Damon Arnett, for example. You know, it's been pretty bad. Henry Ruggs, right? That's obviously misfortunate, but it's also you know it's 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 character and and it's who who guys are. So um, Mike Mayock's gone now. They they don't have to worry about that, and. Uh, they just got to focus on on putting product on the field and and finishing games this year because last year we saw they have the ability to to play close games and win against competitive teams who are competing but at the same time they're in a very tough division and it's the AFC they're in the AFC at that so you know that that's a tough conference but nonetheless the Chargers on the flip side um I think they're going to have to like I say get to the quarterback establish some sort of run game and, uh, you know, figure it out from there. I do think that the Chargers come out victorious in this game all in all because, you know, the pass rush should be too much and uh, the Raiders are going to have a little bit of kinks to figure out in this offense. I don't think Devontae Adams is going to have, you know, that breakout debut game 
it's a tough division opponent. I don't think that, you know, the Chargers are going to let him be the guy to beat them, you know. Uh, so they can do a good job of containing him. And, you know, Waller and him, it's, it's, it's a lot. It is a lot, and I get it. But there's a lot of firepower on that Chargers offense, too, that the Raiders are going to have to worry about. And I think that, uh, at least for the first game of the season, the Raiders are, are in more danger than the Chargers are to lose this one. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Raiders in this one. Uh, I think that we're gonna see a tight. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a lot. Of, a lot of scoring in this game, personally, but I think it'll be from both sides, and I think we'll see the Raiders edge it out late. Um, until Herbert proves that to me that he can mm. play in the fourth quarter against mm. his division, I I just can't. Mm. Okay. Can't believe it. Okay, you called it by the way. It looks like uh, well, not called it, but you just reminded me that the Rams were were five and zero in season openers. It looks like they're going to be 5-1 and one after tonight. Mm-hmm. Another turnover. Is that oh, – I thought man. that was Gregory Russo. Was that a sack fumble right there? Stafford's looking bad. and his, I mean, you know, the elbow injury, the oh, surgery sure. he had. Yeah. Uh, well, you, know, you, know, you know what the, the message is going to be uh, at the end of this game? We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, see you. Yeah. we'll see you guys tomorrow. For sure. But uh, – <laughs> It's it, about this game real quick because I didn't I didn't get into it too much, but you know it's it's so cool as a Hurricanes fan. By the way, that was a tipped interception, tipped at the line, tipped to himself. <laughs> you got the tackle though, respect. Right, right, right. You got to respect Stafford to uh, <laughs> to go down there. He had to make he that had tackle to right get there. that. He's tackle. like, yo, I'm pissed. That's a pissed off quarterback. Yeah, look, right he picked him up. Look, one on one. Bah, it was the momentum a little bit. Yeah, look how he lowered his head. Yeah, he's wilding though. You shouldn't be neck down, Bam. bro. That's Terrell Basham Jr., bro. Hey, shout out to Terrell Basham Jr. Making plays. I I see him. But look, I hear you with that with that Raiders talk. We'll see. That's what I'll say. Let's talk about another AFC West team. Kansas City Chiefs. And I know I just cut myself off. Because I was going to go with what I thought about this game. It's 31-10, though, so that's pretty irrelevant. So, <laughs> if we look at the injury report as of today. What's today? Thursday. So, as of Thursday, Frank Clark didn't practice. Mm-hmm. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster and Dion Bush were a full participant in practice. Uh, on the Cardinals side, Zach Ertz didn't practice. J.J. Watt didn't practice. Trayvon Mullen didn't practice, who they just traded for from the Raiders. And... Um, Justin Pugh, limited practice. Cody Ford, limited practice. Marcus Golden, limited practice. And Rondo Moore, limited practice. These are key starters. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who's ready week one. And, and we know that, you know, it's Thursday. It's not like this is the biggest day of the week for practice. Um, and they just want to be ready for week one, right? So they're going to they're gonna hold their guys. You know, Zach Ertz and J.J. Watt don't need to be at practice two days before their first nah, game or so, three days before their first game. So I'm not really necessarily worried about that. Uh, but for the Chiefs, this is going to be Patrick Mahomes' first NFL game without Tyreek Hill. And I think that whether you think it's a little or a big deal, you know, personally as a Chiefs fan, I know that. But it just as an as a NFL fan in general, like you have a playmaker like that who you can – flick the ball to and you know it, it goes for a touchdown he don't have that no more yeah he might you know with the mccall hardman or a sky Moore second round we pick. haven't seen it yet though. we haven't seen it and neither has he he hasn't seen a defensive game plan for uh, we don't even got to worry about tyreek hill 
Like, we don't have to drop this far back. We can literally zone in on Travis Kelsey and let all these other guys, Juju Smith-Schuster, Sky Moore, uh, McCole yeah. Hardman, mm-hmm. let them beat us. And if they do, great. But another – and I want to retract because not having Tyreek Hill doesn't mean that defenses are going to be able to just press up. I mean, you guys still do have two speed demons there, and they do, they do have to respect it. And we saw it in preseason with McCole Hardman, you know, stretching the defenses out. So – but it's not Tyreek Hill. And you guys know what I mean when I say that. Like, 99 club on Madden. You know what uh-huh. I mean? He separates himself like no other. And it's it's twitchy. It's twitchy like we've never seen. So, I'm not going to compare anybody, especially a McCall Hardman or a Sky Moore, to the like of Tyreek Hill. Um, but I, I still think Patrick Mahomes can find a lot of success in his offense. And his coach is Andy Reid. He's one of the best play callers in the business so he's going to be able to dial it up and and it's about scheme you know at the end of the day like we said cooper cup he's always open he's always open how is he always open they don't stop like it's sean mcveigh working with a veteran quarterback who knows where to put the ball it's like sean mcveigh can draw it out perfectly for you but if you can't execute the play it, it, it it's not yeah, really going to work the ball you know? and patrick ball. mahomes uh as great as he's been He's not the most accurate quarterback all the time. You know, and we saw last year Stafford has the ball on a rope, right? And Cooper Cup is, if not one of the best in the business, the best in the business, um, in your opinion. I think Devontae Adams is better, but that was you, actually. Sorry. Yeah, I just threw you under the bus it's there. All good. But, um, yeah, I mean, McVay can draw it up. Andy Reid can draw it up. It's going to be able, you know, it's, it's those two players that are going to have to execute that play. Uh, I do think the talent is there for Kansas City to to be able to give these Cardinals defense some some trouble because having Byron Murphy, I respect it, but and a Jalen Johnson. However, you know you drafted Marco Wilson last year, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know that defensive backfield is just young and inexperienced. Yeah. And at the end of the day, when you play a Chiefs offense as complex as they are, with or without Tyreek Hill, because we've seen them, you know, Tyreek Hill didn't play every single game. Of, yeah. You know, of his career, he also didn't play well every single game. Right. You know, so. But it's different when you're there. You know, when you're out there. Well, like, he played well most games. Is yeah, what I'm for sure. yeah. That's sure. kind of sounded a little. So. I'm interested for the Cardinals on offense. What we're going to see. You know, we have no DeAndre Hopkins for six weeks. A.J. Green was a starter last year. Zach Ertz was a starter last year. And Rondell Moore was a starter last year. How have we learned to come into the season prepared for no DeAndre Hopkins in six weeks? Like, you, it, we can't see, like, the first six weeks of the season is just, like, excusable. Oh, you know, it's, you knew no, you weren't going to have him. You know that he's suspended. You have to have a viable game plan week in and week out until he comes back and then it should only get better from there and this cardinals team is a team that was fighting for a playoff spot last year or went to the playoffs and lost in the wild card um and this year they're trying to add to what they have right they're adding to what they've built and it's it's going to take a lot from kyler murray to step up another step this year and show why he's worth the contract that he signed why he's worth the fact that they took out the clause of having to watch film because now he doesn't need to watch film. I can't wait for uh, Hard Knocks to see if he watches this film. 
Oh, he's gonna be watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I, I want to know if they're gonna do a joke about it. Like he's gonna joke about that. Like, look, guys, I'm in my book. Oh uh, man, Rams are trying to drive. It's sad. Four minute <laughs> offense over here. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster only played in five games last year. You know he's gonna have to hit the road running for this Chiefs offense. No pun intended. I'm hopeful. Valdez Scantling as well who played in only 11 games last year, is another speed guy who you guys have, who, inconsistent, uh, you know, I, I like him, and I think that with an offense that Andy Reid runs and, and Patrick Mahomes is at the helm of, like, there's space for him, and, and he'll find his success, but he's nobody that I'm going to trust to make the big play until I see that, you know what I mean? He only had 26 catches for 430 yards last year, but uh, again, with the Cardinals, wow, Tyler Higbee with a drop, with the Cardinals, no Chandler Jones. That was another thing for the Raiders that, you know, I, I kind of slipped my head real quick. Chandler Jones is, is, is not there. Is on, no, he's on the Raiders. He's on the Raiders. He's, he's on the Raiders. On pass rush. He's not in Arizona. And Marcus Golden, who's dealing with, what is he dealing with? Marcus Golden right here, a toe injury. So didn't practice on Wednesday, limited practice on Thursday. He should be a, a full participant in a walkthrough or a limited participant. That's okay. He should be ready to go. He's their number one. Uh, he's their number one guy at the linebacker uh, pass rush. I'm sorry. He had yeah. 11 uh, sacks and four forced fumbles last year. And then JJ Watt. You don't expect too much from JJ Watt at this point in his career, but you know that at the same time, when he is healthy and he is, you know, getting after it, he's one of the toughest to stop. Right. You can't just you gotta account for him. Expect him to just give it. He's not gonna come not playing hard. He's mm -hmm. gonna give it all he has every time he's out there. So you have to game plan for him no mm -hmm. matter what. Absolutely. I called Isaiah Simmons the breakout player for the Cardinals in the NFC West uh preview. I'm sticking with it. And him and Zavin Collins, who was their first round pick last year, I think are gonna be like a big force in his defense. Obviously for the years to come, but specifically this year. Um, there's not a guy on that defense anymore. Chandler Jones is gone. J.J. Watt, you know, he has the respect as the captain or leader because of his seniority. But um, there's not that one guy on their defense that's like, well, he's been here. He's This is his defense. We're going to play around him. I think Isaiah Simmons is going to be that guy, but he'll do it collectively with a Zayvon Collins, um, who kind of just got his feet wet last year. But what we saw in college from him, you know, was was enough to tell me that he should have uh, success in the NFL. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm pretty good with football. Is there one more game we wanted to do? Am I am I crazy? I think we done it all, right? I think we did. I think yeah. we did it all. That was, that was everything. That yeah, it was the Dolphins. Say. It was the Chiefs. It was the uh, Raiders, and it was the. Want to talk about the Colts? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> Shout out to T.Y. Hilton, though. We miss you. I miss you. You know, we didn't get a deal done with him, but it's all good, man. You you, you getting up in age, you know. Bucks Cowboys. Bucks found. Cowboys. There was one. Thank you. Bucks so, Cowboys. Bucks found. Cowboys was first game of the season last year, right? Yeah. That was this game. Overtime. Um, Dak Prescott threw for like 500 yards. Brady threw for 500 yards. Uh, was there like a fumble or something? It was. It, it came down to the wire. It was yeah. a close game. And guess what? That was last year. This is this year. And there's no Gronk. You know, Brady... Missed 14, day, Yo, 14 no days of training yet. camp. Right. How long does he have to, to report? <laughs> <laughs> Brady's like, fam, you sure? <laughs> but at the same time, Chris Godwin's back, right? Mike Evans is there. Scotty Miller 
and Byron Leftwich. <clears throat> Byron Leftwich is, is running things on that offense. And, um, you know, Todd, I think Todd Bowles filled in as a head coach, as a head coach yeah. for, uh, what's his name, Bruce Arians. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, Todd Bowles hasn't had a successful season, if you will, in a while. Granted, he had to coach the Jets. Jets, come on, man. And the Bucks when they didn't have Brady. Considering. <laughs> Forgot about that. Considering. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it to you. All right, we'll give it to you. you. That was that was fair, but interesting enough to see him come back into a role where it's like, all right, last two times I went out there, it was like, you know, we're gonna have to scratch and claw for wins. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, my quarterback. This is like I got Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah, I got Levante David. Mm-hmm. I got Shaquille Barrett. Playoff Lenny, Mike Evans. It's like Pro Bowlers on his team. That's a fact. Godwin, and it's top to bottom. Jordan Whitehead, you know what I mean? Sean Murphy Bunton, like, there's guys on that team. Devin White, number five overall pick on that defense. I think Todd Bowles will fit right in, especially as a defensive coach and a defensive mind. With that defense and pass rush, they have run defense specifically with Vita Vea up front. He's... Got you. Got you. Got you. I couldn't hate the whole episode. It's hard when you're a Jets fan, though. But anyways, lost my train of thought because of the Jordan Whitehead joke. There we go. Jordan Whitehead. Back to the Bucks. Look at Cooper Cup, dog. Fighting. Cooper Cup. No quick cup. You still lost, though. Um, Yeah. I mean, looking at at this game, I don't think we're going to see 500 yards from Brady, 500 yards from Dak. We're going to see Tony Pollard and Zeke try to establish at least some sort of run game. Like, can we get can we get 120 yards between the two of them? You know what I mean? Like, can we can we establish some sort of run game so that Dak Prescott isn't just having all sorts of trouble, you know, at night at, yeah, at that night? And I don't think he will because, I mean, last time they played, he had success. But no Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. You know, C.D. Lamb being that number one or stepping into that number one role, can he be the number one guy there? It's 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 some questions on that offense that, frankly, I don't know about the Cowboys this year is, is what I'm thinking. And that's why I picked the Eagles to win the division because they don't give me, like, the confidence to say, okay, this team is a easy 10-win team, easy 11-win team. And they never do. Because we've seen what we've seen. They never seen. do literally, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, going knowing that you have the sorriest division in the league, there's that, right? And at least you can you can base your wins off of like, all right, we'll, <laughs> we'll beat these guys as much as we can. And then if you guys don't have to play like another tough division throughout the season, like you can work with that. But when you got to play a tough outside division, geez, Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford is getting bullied. When you have to play a very tough division outside of yours and then – you might not even be the best team in your own division, you know. Oh, I don't matter. see I don't see Brady missing a step. I see Mike Evans and his relationship only growing more without Gronk. You know he likes a big target. Mm-hmm. So look for Tampa Bay on the road. That's Sunday night football. Is I that Sunday night football? No. You don't think so? It's a four game. Damn. Bless. Bless. Who plays Sunday night? It's a Sunday night. 
Cause I'm like, who else would? Play who was Sunday I thinking? Night? Yeah, but yeah. I was like, I couldn't even think of one. So yeah, they they are Sunday night and um. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Geno Smith starting on Monday Night Football, and the Jets fan is over there shouting. I remember when he got punched in the jaw in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was by the defensive player because he owed him money or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, he pulled he the missed Gilbert a game on that shit. Pulled the Gilbert Arenas on him. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Nah, no, give it arenas and get punched. <laughs> I'm like, he, he, <laughs> he was broke doing his fucking jaw. <laughs> oh shit, I remember that. He broke his jaw, bro. That's that's disrespectful. So, all right, um, I got Bucks definitely taking Bucks. the win, close win, but I think I got them taking the win. Nah, I th- I think I'll I, take I think the Bucks plus six and a half. Oh, minus sorry, minus six and a half. Okay, by the tutty, by the tutty. Yeah, okay. minus six and a half. I like that. I like that. I think it's gonna be more like. Don't uh, laugh at me because I don't know my gambling nah, terms. One hundred percent, bro. I'm not a degenerate. <laughs> um, I want to say like a seventeen, fourteen, seventeen, thirteen. Really yeah. low scoring? Nah, low bro. Scoring. I think Brady's gonna have two, three touchdowns himself. Three of them? Yeah, maybe three, maybe three. Wow. Maybe three. I don't like that Cowboys defense, bro. I don't like that. Cow- I mean, Micah Parsons. Right, Trevon Diggs, you know, he give or take, have a good day, have a bad day. Micah Parsons, and he'll give uh, Brady some trouble. But aside from that, I got to see it. I got to see it. I feel you. You know, Leighton Van Der Esch, I'll give the respect, yeah. you know, where it's due. But I still got to see it because he's having some down years since since he was the best linebacker in the league, you know, since blah, 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 blah. But then Fred Warner came and Shaq Leonard came, so – yeah, I think the uh, Bucks win. You got the Bucks, you said, right? Definitely got the Bucks. All right. Bucks, it's Bucks. week two of the NCAA season. Um, Hurricanes got SMU or Southern, Southern Miss. Miss. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not going too deep into college football week two. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit back because we still got a lot of games that are non-conference and you know FBS teams. So uh, we'll look to uh, talk more into the college football stuff. Heading into week three, week four. Cool. Mm-hmm. You got anything else? Uh, yeah, shout out? What you got? Uh, shout out Serena Williams. Oh, that's one. She okay. retired. She went out like a champ because that's what she is. That's what she does. She wins regardless of whether she wins or loses. I, w- I wish <laughs> I didn't make that face. But she did. She did. Shout out to Serena Williams. Shout out to Serena career. Williams. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Best tennis player ever. Uh, and I got a shout out for uh, an American today. Francis TFO. Young American tennis player. Yo, I'm tripping. He's American. Yeah, but he's Bro, he's s- he's uh, his parents are from Sierra Leone. Yeah, but I swear, every time I read Francis, I read he was from France. France. <laughs> wow! Shout to Francis. Bro. Yeah, word. 24 years old, man. Came from the mud. You know what I'm he saying? Made it to the semifinal. Made first it to the time sem- that uh took down Rafael Black, Nadal. Uh, tennis player made it to the final since Arthur Ashe. He did it in Arthur Ashe Stadium. So. Yeah, took uh took down Rafael Nadal, one of the greatest to ever do it. Did it in a great it's fashion. A feet, bro. Um, yeah, man. I mean, shout out to that boy because he's living the dream, literally. I feel like I had a shout out. Oh, I already did my shout outs. I'll do it again. Shout out three sixty five Kane's info. Shout out uh Miami Flow three oh five. Go check them out on YouTube, on Twitter, everything they're doing. It's the best thing that uh, Canes could ask for. Seriously, I'm not even joking about that shit because it's like they really, really do the dirty work that nobody else would do, get the information that nobody else has, and um, it's it's you could say exclusive. So go check them out. Shouts to you. Shouts to y'all. Appreciate y'all. Uh, 
Yeah. We out.